All right, we're live. Hey. hey. Yo. Hey. December. It is December. Yep. I it is Christmas. I yep. just put my tiny little Christmas tree up. Yeah, us too. Oh, yeah. We put ours up right before Reese left. It was like what she wanted to do on her birthday. So we've had our Fair tree enough. up for like a week and a half already. Sure. You guys Fair have like full-size trees or? Full-size, yeah. We have a tall tree that's skinny, like not okay. like a fat tree or whatever. So uh, the cat, our new cat, is, this is his first Christmas. So it's been that tree basically just doesn't exist decorated. He is knocking everything down and it's adorable, <laughs> but also really annoying. <laughs> right on. OK. Yeah. Uh, John, real tree, fake tree, fake tree. Uh, real tree is too much hassle. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I we, agree. Yeah. Like every that's like a thing my mom did every year. Got a real tree. Yeah. yeah, that's what we used to do back home too. Was we used to do uh, real trees all the time, and they just became so annoying. To my deal parents with. too. Yep. Yeah, I yeah I don't know. Uh, in fact, well, actually, my mom's like way into decorating. She would have two Christmas trees each oh, year. Oh man, <laughs> uh, one fake one and one real one. So there was like a decoration bonus tree in a different room so nice yeah um hey before we begin paul you had a little game for us i did so we were talking i you know what let's do some housekeeping because one of the things is that there's not going to be a normal show next week (laughs) that's right yeah run us what's what's the housekeeping paul all right so first of all uh should we just do like just jump right in or this? Sure, sure yeah. This is uh this is the top down perspective. Duh, it's December first. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. All right. Here's so, some housekeeping. Housekeeping. Shovel Knight Dig. We're talking about that tomorrow. Um so if you're available, we'll tweet out like the time or whatever. If you're paid around this time or typical time for the regular show, but we're doing it on Fridays because of scheduling stuff. Yeah, exactly. So we'll be talking about that. If you're a patron, come join us. Uh, and that'll be up at some point in the near future. Uh, Sonic Frontiers won for the the poll for December for TDP Plus, which right. I'm stoked about because I'm already half done that game and I like it a lot. So I'm ready to talk about that thing already. But as, yeah. as someone who wanted McPixel to win and it, it was very close, it was very close. Uh, all I got to say is you're a bunch of sonic perverts are true uh, yeah very sonic true. perverts and proud yep yeah proud sonic perverts <laughs> and we're proud to enjoy to welcome you in to our fold <laughs> oh man i am begrudgingly coming to this party i am going to i'm going to take a bit of bit of food a bit of the dip but my arms are going to be crossed for the most of it you're, yeah that's what i'm yeah you're gonna be like that dude who wrote in saying how do i like stay up for an eight hour party or something <laughs> you're just gonna make sure you don't fall asleep at the if the sonic pervert party is not the one you want to fall asleep at let me tell you what yeah like i think it is almost like 100 percent guaranteed if you fall asleep at a sonic party someone is drawing a dick on your face <laughs> yeah at yeah, you're getting off light if that's all that happens to you. Uh, I'm excited Absolutely. to talk about that game, though. I, I quite enjoy it. And um, maybe most importantly for Game of the Year stuff anyway, the community poll or survey is now up, and the Patreon yeah. poll is up as well. Yeah. 
if anyone's new to this, check our Twitter, check the Discord. But you can submit your games of the year. We have a bunch of categories. We have a new category this year with cozy or wholesome game of the year. Um, so you have until, correct me if I'm wrong, December 20th? December 20th, yeah. Hard stop. And this year yeah. you can actually edit your responses up until the 20th. So if you play something and you're like, actually, this is way better than this, you can go back in and change things up this year. Right. So, yeah, definitely submit that and we'll tally all the results. And then our game of the year episode, which we are tentatively thinking about December 29th. Yeah. As that episode, we will talk about the community uh, results along with our own personal games of the year. Yep. Usually a pretty fun time. So be around for that. But uh, okay, there's not going to be a show next week because Sean is going to the Game Awards. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be on stage. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go see him. Per- take a couple person. awards home with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the I'm best gonna, indie game. On behalf of McPixel, and outdo uh, Joseph Forrest for yeah. swearing at the Game Awards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna go see him in person, which is very cool because. I was as we were talking about it, I've probably been watching the Game Awards for 19 years close to that. Yes. Uh, so we found out that the Game Awards as an entity started, well, we all knew, as the Spike Video Game Awards. Back in 2003, uh, we know this yeah, because we were, years. we were talking about it, so I decided to look it up. And I have every winner that Spike had from 2003 to 2013 before... It became the Game Awards or Video Game Awards or whatever that Jeff Keighley yeah. does. So yes. I thought it'd be fun if we went through these and see if you guys can guess what won the Game of the Year award from 2003 to 2013. Okay, real quick. Yeah. John. Yeah. How many are there? Three to, to 13, right? So there's 10? There's 10, yeah. Or, or Okay. John, out of 10, how many do you think you're going to get right? Four. Or, wow, I was going to say one <laughs> for okay. myself. I have no, I have to look up what came That's out. That's still not years, a passing. So. Great. Oh, oh, are we going to be, oh, are we getting told what was also like up for running? Or are we guessing off? The, no, no, I, I just have just a guessing. list of the winners. So you feel free to Google games that came out that year and yeah. go based on that. Okay. I feel okay, like that's yeah. how I'm we have to do that, that. Because so. otherwise yeah. it's just going to be like, I don't know what came out in 2003. I'm, I'm Googling best games of 2003. Oh, yes, exactly. Then, okay. And then I'm basically just going off Google's like, you know, the, the okay. nine that are up top here. So then, then I'll, I'll drop my guess down to two. Then in that case. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair. Exactly. <laughs> OK, um, starting first. So Spike TV. Oh, you know what? This list. I can. I these link to other pages. I can give you the. Oh, shit. The nominees. OK, okay. I go back okay. to four then. I go okay. back to four. <laughs> so I'm going to go up. I'm going to go up to three then. And let's do it that way. Gotcha. Okay. So starting with 2003 for game of the year, the contenders were Madden NFL 2004, Freedom (laughs) Fighters, Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, SOCOM 2, U.S. Navy SEALs, SSX 3, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, Star Wars Galaxies and Empire Divided, or to- Tony Hawk's Underground. What a list that <laughs> so was! So many. Oh my gosh. Also, oh my God. I think if we could, if we could just look at that for a sec, a Madden game being in a Game of the Year list 
that, that's like unheard of. Yeah, it's on crazy. Any game site, it's like, crazy. When, no one would do that, right? Like, this list is insane. <laughs> okay, I'm guessing Grand Theft Auto. Okay, I'm also guessing Grand Theft Auto. Okay, you are both wrong. Madden NFL won that year. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> so let me get this straight. They start. They it's the first year they're doing it. They're like, hey, yep. we've started this whole thing. Games are g- games are serious now. Yep. And they gave it to Madden. Yes, that's how yeah. they're planting their Holy flag. Shit. Yep. Holy shit. Oh my gosh. For. No points or whatever. Do you guys want to guess who hosted that year? If you remember, it's pretty unmemorable. Please be John Madden. No. (laughs) Halle Berry. Jamie Kennedy. David Spade. Spade. (laughs) Oh, my my gosh. This is is such a like time capsule of the era. Oh, my God. It's so good, dude. It's so good. Okay. It's hilarious. 2004 game of the year contenders were Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. This is a fucking list. Holy shit. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Burnout 3 Takedown, Half-Life 2, Halo 2, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. <clears throat> okay, so they trimmed the list a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> I could almost see like any one of these taking it. Yeah, I'm leaning Halo 2. I'm going I'm leaning Half-Life 2. Okay. The winner was San Andreas that year. Oh, why did we not go? I didn't even hear San Andreas on that list. I would have said that. Fuck. It was the first one. So, yeah. so they realized their error from the year before and they're like, all right, we'll give it to Rockstar now. Yeah. Uh 2004 the, host. Do you have the host? I do. Yeah. yeah. I I'm never gonna guess it. Who let's this who one might be like more gettable. It was Snoop Dogg. Great. I more that was around the time he was like he was gaming. So yep, was that was before he was a streamer though. Call of Duty. What's that? Said they still make Snoop Dogg voice packs for Call of Duty. Oh yeah, he's he's still in the gaming sphere for sure. <laughs> People love Snoop Dogg. Okay, two thousand five game of the year nominees were Resident Evil Four. God of War, Call of Duty 2, World of Warcraft, or Fear First Encounter Assault Recon? <laughs> World of Warcraft. I was thinking God of War until I heard World of Warcraft. So, uh, God of War just seems like it would make so much sense for Spike TV. Sure. I'm going God of War. Okay, it was Resident Evil 4. <laughs> <laughs> John, we're so bad. We're so bad at this. A lot of these are like actual like, yeah, I could see a bunch of these winning that. Yeah. So, I get- well, I mean, ideally, that should be the case every year. Totally. Yeah, there there shouldn't just be like, oh, it's this game. Like, go home. <laughs> yeah, come out this year. <laughs> totally. Uh, the host for that year. Sorry, just let me go down with Samuel L. Jackson. Nice. Good choice. Yeah, good choice. Oh, that was the snakes on a plane year, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it had to be. Yep. 2006. Game of the Year nominees were Okami, Gears of War, The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, Guitar Hero 2, and Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. (laughs) 
I know. There's always no. like one of these things is not like the others. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oblivion. Yeah, I'm going to say Oblivion as well. You're both right. It was Oblivion. We're on the board. Finally on the board. There Jesus. You Do you want to guess who did that two. year? Hint, it's somebody I've already mentioned that hosted an- another one. Samuel Jackson again? Yes. Dog? No, it was they brought Samuel Jackson back. Okay. It was Samuel Jackson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 2007, we had Halo 3, Mass Effect, The Orange Box, and Bioshock. That's crazy. They didn't wow. put uh, Call of Duty 4 on that list. <laughs> True. They, did, they didn't put Rock Band on that list? Wow. True. <clears throat> My bad. Read that list again. I need to hear that list again. Sure. It's Halo 3, Mass Effect, The Orange Box, and Bioshock. Ooh, the smallest list yet. Yeah, I'm going to say Halo 3 because around this time, Halo 3 was so massive. I'm going to say Orange Box. Okay, it was Bioshock. Damn it, that was my second guess. (laughs) Bioshock won. Uh, Sam Jackson did that year as well. That's three in a row. Three in a row. Okay. All right. 2008, we had Little Big Planet, Grand Theft Auto 4, Fallout 3, Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots, and Gears of War 2. So they didn't put Grand Theft Auto 4 on that list. That's pretty interesting. No, I said it. Little Big Planet, Grand Theft Auto 4, oh, okay. Fallout 3, Metal Gear Solid 4, and Gears of War 2. I'll say Grand Theft Auto. I'm going to say Grand Theft Auto, but I'm betting it's Fallout. You're both right. Okay, good. Yep. Good. (laughs) 2008 was a different person. It was Jack Black. I don't think you would have got that one, so I'll just say it. No, I'm not going to get any. That that would have, he'd be a fun host. Yeah, I don't remember. I've watched all of these. I don't remember any of them. (laughs) So (laughs) take that for what it's worth, I guess. 2009, we had. Strong year. Assassin's Creed 2. Batman Arkham Asylum, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, and Left 4 Dead 2. Oh, that's a good year. That's a that's strong a year. year. That, that doesn't even include, like, <clears throat> Borderlands 1 came out that year. Like, yep. There's more, yeah. Dragon Age Origins came out the year. I'm giving it to Uncharted 2. I could see it being Batman, though. I need to hear that list. Uh, You know what? Modern Warfare 2 was on there. I'm going to say it was Modern Warfare 2. Okay. Uh, It was Uncharted 2 that year. And he pulls ahead. Uh, They did not put who hosted that year for some reason. Let me just check the other page to see if it has anything. Nope. No info on that, apparently. Weird. Okay. 2010, we're almost done here. The nominees were Red Dead Redemption, Call of Duty Black Ops, God of War 3, Halo Reach, and Mass Effect 2. Ooh. Red also Dead a strong year. Okay. It's Red Dead or Mass Effect 2 in my head. Okay. In my heart, it's Mass Effect 2. But everything is saying go Red Dead, but I don't... Everything is right. It was Red Dead. (laughs) Mm. 
I would have. I would have. I would have gone. I did. That was Neil Patrick Harris. Did twenty ten. Sure. Which, that was his upswing back into like mainstream popularity. I think around that time, maybe a bit before that, that's, actually. I think that's how I met your mother was already on the air at that point, wasn't it? For a few years at that point, yeah. Yeah. All right. 2011. This is probably going to be an obvious one, but here are the nominees anyway. Yep. Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, Portal 2, Batman Arkham City, The Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim. Or Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception. So Nintendo finally makes it on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. Yep, it was Skyrim. <laughs> yep. I mean, Nintendo was on earlier, too. Remember, Wind Waker was on. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you're right, you're right. I forgot about that. Uh, Zachary Levi posted that year. Okay, sure. 2012. I clicked the wrong link. Hold on. We're in peak Chuck territory right now. 2012, the nominees were Assassin's Creed 3, Dishonored, Journey, Mass Effect 3, and The Walking Dead. Huh. None of those really stand out much to me. Yeah, I gotta hear that list again. Sure. It was... We're on 2012, right? I just had a bunch of windows open. Okay. Assassin's Creed 3, Dishonored, Journey... Mass Effect 3, and The Walking Dead. Actually, I think I know the answer. Okay. So I will say after John, because I actually think I remember the answer. I think this is the year Journey was a surprise upset, wasn't it? So I'm going to say Journey. Okay. I'm going to say The Walking Dead. It was The Walking Dead. Yep. Damn it. So you did remember. So I specifically remember, because I was listening to a lot of Idle Thumbs at this moment, and I remember seeing those guys like stand up for the award. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, 2012 was hosted by the one and only Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> he he loves games. Or he's easy to get. <laughs> and 2013, strangely enough, I do not have the nominees for. It, it does. Okay. I don't know. They didn't do it that year. <laughs> okay. Well, here. So I have I have Google's like nine games that they give me that they think were the best games of 2013 and john and i can probably pick because they're always it's always in one of these yep oh sure. yeah wow this is an interesting list here looking this at is this is a crazy list so it's, it's stuff like last of us bioshock infinite tomb raider reboot is in there saints row 4 um grand theft auto 5 it's got to be one of those right are you asking me or are you asking? No, I'm, asking. I'm, 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 no, I'm not asking. I'm just kind of saying aloud. Because okay. I know I the like, answer. Yeah, I know. I know, you know, I'm, I guess I'm kind of talking to John, right? Yeah, it's got to yeah. be one of those ones. I, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm leaning uh, Bioshock Infinite or GTA 5. Oh, I know. The Last of Us was that year. Oh, see, see I, I don't think Bioshock Infinite is. I think it's GTA or Last of Us, but I cannot remember. I'll say GTA. I'll say Last of Us. Okay, it was GTA. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. And that was so Joel McHale. Did that year? Okay. So there I you go. I think that was a tie. John and I each got two. No, you're you got ahead of me by one. Unless you count that uh, that Mass Effect and Red Dead one as me and not you. Oh no, I, I was gonna say Red Dead. I would, I was just saying. Yeah. So you you got me by one, but okay. I think I did get four. So there you go. A little trip down memory lane. All right. Thanks Rest for doing that, Paul. Hopefully, people at home enjoyed that too. No, that was it. 20 minutes of the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about some games we've been playing this week. 
And John, why don't you start us off? Uh, hang on a second. Oh, oh shit. shit. You played the Night oh. Witch. Tell me about it. I did. <laughs> All right. So this came out uh, like two, so much shit came out this <clears throat> this insane. week that I want to play. Dude. Dude. Dude, welcome to the club. Dude, well, well, here, usually that's not the case for me. Usually it's just like, oh, okay, there's like maybe one game that I'll get around to in a month. But then like a bunch of retro shit came out that I got interested in. And some people told me about a bunch of new stuff that came out I got interested in. Yeah. Front Mission First remake was the, like know. a stealth drop. I didn't see anyone mention it. And suddenly it was just like, oh, it's out. Apparently it's uh, disappointing as fuck from what I read. I, I, apparently it's not that it's disappointing is that it is faithful to the original game, which is yeah. why people would find it disappointing. People it wanted a Super Famicom game. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It, is, it is not updated just graphically. That's it. So that's it's brutal. Uh, that came out. Elevator Action Returns S Tribute came out, which is the Sega Saturn Japanese exclusive port of Elevator Action Returns, which is apparently like a sleeper hit on the Saturn. Like it's one of the best games there. Yeah. Uh, and then this game came out, The Night Witch. This is a Metroidvania that's also a bullet hell. Yes. And it's really interesting. Um, it is very difficult right out of the gate. But it's got such a cool idea behind it. Your combat is you have like your standard shot, but you also have a, a deck building aspect where you put a bunch of spells into your deck and those are like abilities you can activate if you get mana from fighting enemies with your regular shot. So you've got like powerful spells that you can juggle and find around the world alongside with your actual like upgrades and stuff like that. And it's just an, it's an interesting balance of things that it definitely is hard Uh it also does the Metroidvania trope where it like it starts with uh, a more powerful version of a character. So oh. you have like all your abilities and then you go to your real character and it's just like, okay, now I'm missing all my abilities suddenly. Yeah. And, and one of the abilities is dashing, which like lets you dodge bullets. And without that, it feels, oof, it feels rough, but uh, it's just really interesting. The combat's fun. Like if you like bullet hells and like free movement, like, cause you fly everywhere. Uh, right. it feels like you need to be able to move a little bit faster, but, uh, once you get dashed, that gets straightened out, I guess. And, uh, yeah, like it generally seems like an interesting, fun spin on the, on the genres, but and just get ready for it to be, but just get ready for it to be difficult. It, I definitely found it hard when I played it on stream the other day, man, if you found it hard, it might be too much for me because I, you're better at this type of game than I am. So fuck. I, Okay. I mean, I had like, yeah, just give it a shot anyways. Uh, yeah. cause I, I still think it's interesting. I only got like an hour in, so I only fought like the end of the tutorial boss and then the first actual boss of the game. It's like the actual, like too. the actual enemies and stuff like that were fine. But like, then like the boss, the boss always knocked knock me out a bunch. Oh yeah, that's fine. Bosses are supposed to do that. So, okay. Yeah, sure. How's the but checkpointing? I, you, I can see, I can see you getting uh, overwhelmed. Checkpointing at the from what we done, pretty gen, uh, pretty generous. Like it, okay. it's basically like you find a spot where you sit down, like every four or five rooms. Okay. Uh, and some, and since it's a Metroidvania, some of the rooms intertwine, so you'll loop around and then unlock a shortcut that goes back there. So, like when I died to the boss, I had to go up through like two rooms, but then I was just back there. So. Oh sure. But but the checkpoint was in front of a shop to buy armor to let me take more hits. So it w there was like reason for the checkpointing. So it seemed it seemed good. Cool. Uh, the other game I played was a game that came out a couple years ago called Billion Road. Now Billion Road is kind of like Fortune Street oh. or Dokapon Kingdom. It's a it's a board game where you move around and you buy properties. 
Oh, this looks uh, Yeah, but they have a bunch of weird aspects to it at the same time. Uh, you find monsters around the field, and they you hire them, and they do different effects. Like, okay, if I land on a plus money space, you'll give me more money. If I land on a minus money space, you'll make me lose less money. Uh, but there's also combat, but not against the other players. There's combat against kaiju. They send in giant monsters randomly that will destroy your town, like your your businesses and stuff, unless you destroy them in time. Uh, so there's like a tactical aspect to it where you have to like, oh, this one's got good attack power and its ability will help if that happens or like you'll make sure I don't lose money off of this. There's all these aspects you need to balance while also racing around the map to get Hmm. to a goal and whatever color monsters you bring in gives you like bonus money for getting to the goal. And the big thing is whoever's the farthest away from the goal gets a negative follower and that negative follower is brutal because nine times out of ten they will cost you a ton of money or sell off your properties or just like genuinely keep you farther and farther behind in the game it is it's brutal i don't think i've played a game like this that's that brutal like this is more Mm. brutal than dokapon and mario party which i was stunned by yeah this does not sound like it's for me then (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but like it, it, it's, it's got an interesting single player where you like, they keep, you keep knocking out AIs and they keep adding in more over, over years. Each, uh, each turn is a year or sorry, uh, each turn is a month. And then you pick how long the game goes by years. So it was like, okay, 12 turns, 24 turns, 36, et cetera. They go through like that. Mm-hmm. And there's all these like different random events that happen based on whatever shops you own, whatever monsters you have, etc. It is if you're into these kind of games, it is very interesting, and I do recommend it. But just get ready for it to be frustrating if you are on the losing end of the game. Sure. Okay. It's cool looking. Uh, yeah. I also finally started Pokemon Violet, but I didn't hit any glitches, and I only played it for like an hour. It seemed all right. Okay. Like it didn't even like. You, you must have seen like the frame rate nonsense. That's right? not really a glitch. Well, I, though. I saw the frame rate nonsense, but and apparently like they patched something today, so I don't know what oh. actually got changed. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, the only the closest thing to a glitch I had is I panned the camera down when I was standing in water, and then my character stood on top of the water. Sure, that was that's it. happened a few times. You're gonna see a lot of stuff just kind of floating around. I know, and I'm excited to play more of it. And the gameplay seemed fine, but it also you know it's Pokemon. Yeah. Who did you start with? Sprigatito. Oh, okay. That is a. Yeah. I feel like that's an unpopular one. I haven't heard many people pick that. Uh, the one. cat, really? I, well, okay. So Chompy Boy is uh, usually the one I see people picking Fue Coco, but uh, I picked I, Sprigatito because it's a cat, and also I hadn't picked a like a grass starter in years. So that's nice. fair. Okay, yeah, that's about all I played. Uh, how about you, Paul? Man, I was going through the God of War grind because I was like, Callisto Protocol is in like two days. I need to keep playing this. And I got frustrated with the part I'm on. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even having fun because I'm trying to push myself through a game that I like just to finish it. Fuck it. I'll play it after Callisto. Like, I'll keep going at my pace. Uh, So I stopped playing that and played Dark Tide (laughs) because that came out also. Also, just to touch on Clisto real quick, I think I hear it's like 14 hours, so it's not terribly long. Right. I, I figured mean, that's about the length of like Dead Space 2, wasn't it? Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. So, like a decent weekend with it or a few sessions, I'll probably be done it. Um, Dark Tide, though, that is Vermintide again. So that's cool. 
but it's new and I haven't seen it a thousand times. So I started that. It's pretty fun. Uh, I don't know that the class I picked was necessarily a great choice. I wanted to go with the veteran sharpshooter class or whatever character because it's different enough, right? It's like shooty shooty in a Vermintide game. And I don't think the shooting is like amazing. I guess I've been playing Call of Duty as well at the same, like in my spare time, just between work or whatever. Uh, and that like sh the shooting in that game is good. So going to a subpar one where the main thing your character does is the shooting feels kind of shitty. So I might restart with like a melee, more melee focused character like the uh, the zealot or something like that. Um, but yeah, there I just don't think it's the thing is, is that if you like Vermintide games and like, you know, you do, you're probably going to like this. I don't think it does anything new or magical that will get people that don't like that formula into it but i like the warhammer 40k environment and like all the ambience ambiance and all that sort of thing way more than the high fantasy the like grim dark just shitty tech worlds and like demons and stuff like that i like that thing way more so i'm okay it, digging it quite a bit but it's that game again it's that type of game again Right. Yeah, I've been looking forward to it. I played it back at Summer Game Fest. Sure. Uh, back in June. So, yeah, no, I've been waiting for it. I'm having I know it's out on PC. Is it out on Xbox as well? Uh, or is that later? I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. playing it on Game Pass, so I would assume it would be, but I don't know. Well, I, I definitely saw the announcement for Game Pass PC. And I thought I heard it was coming out later on Xbox, but I really am not quite sure. Oh, I just look at the Game Pass app. Yeah. Yeah. And also there's that it's on Game Pass. So like if you already are subscribing to Game Pass, it costs you nothing to just jump in and try it to see if you like it. Uh, yeah. See, what's weird is it's not on the like recently added list. Mm. But so if I you search it, it is it there? PC. Oh, OK. Um, I don't know. It could be. Their release schedule has been weird because it's also technically been out for like two weeks for people that pre-purchased it so <laughs> you know it like, looks like it's just pc i don't know what the release date is for xbox sure yeah i think that game typically is 40 bucks though so kind of nice to see a cheaper game these days yep and you'll if you like that formula you'll get like a hundred or some hours out of it the replayability is off the wall for those types of games. So yeah, nice. it's fun. That's really all I've been doing. I checked into citizen sleeper again, cause it got its second free DLC around, uh, uh, Halloween and I hadn't played it yet. I will say if people are interested in citizen sleeper, specifically the DLC, wait till all three chunks are out. The third one comes out sometime early 2023 because it's a connected story. And I, completely forgot what happened in the first chunk so it was like referencing all these things mm -hmm. which i was just like i don't know man and just kind of blindly making my decisions not really knowing what was going on it's kind of short too so okay i guess here's the question for me personally if is this a good enough game that like i should check it out anyways for game of the year talks because i'm not going to be able to check out all the dlc if it comes out yeah, in january I, 
I think you should check it out okay. before game of the year. Okay. Um, there's, there's also like a, you can kind of leave that game whenever you want. Cause it just has different endings. There's no like main core ending really. Right. Um, so you can just kind of like play as much as you'd like and you'll start collecting endings and then you can decide, I think I'm good with what I got. Or you can just go and see how the other stuff wraps up. It's kind of like a series of stories you can play through. Okay. And then the side quest, the, the DLC quests are, are similar and they take place like after everything's kind of happened <clears throat> but yeah it's a it's a pretty short game i think you could probably play through the whole thing and like if you do like everything like i did six hours wow then each of the dlcs are like 90 minutes long okay so it's actually considerably shorter than i thought i was thinking like maybe 10 i don't know i don't think it's 10 hours long okay cool uh so John, this this game uh, when you said that it you had a game kind of sleeper release last week, mm-hmm. it made me think of Need for Speed Unbound, which came out this week. Yeah. So yeah. what the hell's up with that? So like, I it just seemed like it came out of nowhere, and I heard yeah, if, if word of mouth remember, is good. This game was announced six weeks ago. I do remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty crazy to think. It really feels like EA just kind of put this thing out to die. Like yeah. No marketing whatsoever, which which is pretty crazy considering they took a year off from Need for Speed to kind of like really come back strong and they just don't market it whatsoever. Super odd, super strange. Yeah. But um, it, it's got no reviews on Metacritic. Yeah, like <laughs> it just kind of it just slipped out there like no one is talking about this. And it's like it's so weird to think anyway. Um. It's not if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you get the EA play trial. So I have 10 hours I can play with it. I've probably played two to three hours somewhere in there of this game. It's it's fine. Like, I don't think it's it's worth writing home about really um, considering, you know, if you haven't played the recent Forza Horizon, like just go play that. But it definitely has a lot of stuff from the Forza Horizon series. Like it's again, it's an open world. You're in a city. There are like speed traps that you're trying to just get like a really fast time on. There are. Nope. Did we lose him? Yeah, I think so. For a second, I was like, wait, did I? EA doesn't disconnect? want anyone talking about Unbound at all. They had to take Sean out. Oh, man. We were, we were going to be the ones breaking the news about the game. Yeah. How dare you give us any promotion? <laughs> wow. Okay. Well. For what it's worth, it looks cool. <laughs> it does look really neat. The little bits I saw on Twitter were like, whoa, this actually looks like really good. Is it still Criterion? Apparently it is. Yeah, Sean. it is. It's weird yeah, looking- how they don't have any like marketing behind this. <laughs> like looking on um, Metacritic, like the the viewer reviews was like 7.9, but like it has no professional reviews. And apparently it still has a countdown for release on those on there, too, for at least two of the systems. Every review I'm seeing looks like it's very good, too. Yeah, user yeah. score 7.8 for the uh, PS5 version and the other two systems, for some reason, still have a countdown. Weird. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it's under embargo. It is weird that we lost Sean right as he started talking about it. Can't talk about Unbound, not allowed. Man, that's a bummer, because the next game he's going to talk about, I wanted to know about. 
So I hope me. he comes back. <laughs> oh man, I you know what? I I since he's not here uh to, to fill some time here. Yeah. Oh, he's fully gone now. Okay. I was gonna say I was bummed out uh that we have to do shovel night tomorrow because I got an early code for Callisto Protocol and I'm like, fuck, oh, man. I don't have the time to play this right now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, fucking, oh my god, Shovel Knight! I we can't really talk about it because there's like people that pay for it, but it's driving yeah. up the fucking wall. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no, like we're gonna have we're gonna have some discussions tomorrow if you're a top if you're a Patreon member because yeah. um, it, 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 I'll just say the TLDR, it's a good game, but holy shit, it, it's a good game, but like. I never, when I'm done with it, I never want to see that fucking thing. <laughs> I'm so mad. I've been screwed so many times. Uh, it should be an interesting discussion. I am wondering. Yeah. Like, I wonder. I, I want to know Sean's opinion. I feel like this is always one of those, like, this is a, I want to hear what Sean has Sean's to say definitely again. a wild card, I think, in a lot of situations. So, it uh, Sean be. says, uh, my mom blew a fuse. Oh, like oh in as house. in the house. In the house. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when I read that the first I was time, like, I was she like, got mad. That doesn't seem <laughs> like his, his mom. Computer. No, literally a fuse. <laughs> like his mom's really nice. I can't see her doing that. My computer's on the lawn right now. I have to go. Clean it up. <laughs> she just hooked it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm so excited for Callisto Protocol, though. Like, oh mm. my god, I've been waiting for that game since they showed it. So. I've I've been considering like do I stay up and just play it when it's available? Well, when it, when does it drop? <laughs> I, I thought four o'clock in the morning hour time according to Steam's thing. Let me quickly check here. Meta's got it a seventy nine on PC out of five reviews. Yeah, forty five minutes until game release. So a lot of people are pissed off with it. So we'll see. <laughs> We'll see what oh, happens. Oh, yeah. Like, it's got some weird DLC thing, doesn't it? Or, like, some people were... I, I don't know. I haven't been following it on purpose. Well, okay. They... They they put kill animations behind a battle pass, which is oh. extremely scummy. It's so fucking scummy. Also, apparently, it's crashing a shit ton for a lot of people, which makes oh, sense. That's a bummer. Probably. Uh, I, I don't know. I think I am so, so primed to be amazingly disappointed in a way I don't usually get because I don't have expectations for games anymore. <laughs> I'm so primed to be just so mad at this game. So we'll see. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to put it as a starting game option for Cookie on Saturday between that and like Front Mission. And I'm going to laugh if Front Mission wins. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, friend mission's totally gonna win. Let's be real. It's probably gonna win because because Callisto's gonna be like really gory and people are not gonna want to start with that, but we'll see. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh I am excited to play it though. I'm also really excited to just play Dead Space, the remake again, even though I played that game like less than a month ago. <laughs> or I guess a month ago now. Uh so that'll be good too. And yes, Sean was, will be coming back eventually. I said this so. is taking a bit. <laughs> so People shouldn't worry. I'm now, now I'm thinking, like, do I have another game I can talk about while we're biding time here? Uh, uh, I guess uh, I just played Xenoblade. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're still... Oh, right. I was going to say, you're still doing that, huh? But, like, of course you are. That's, like, a 500-hour game. <laughs> I, it's not 500 hours, but, yeah, it's going to take a while. And, like, I had to keep spacing it out a bunch. How far in are you? If you... Uh, know, I, I saw a bunch of people saying I'm past the halfway point, at the very least. Oh, Okay. 
Are you? Because I'm not doing 100. percent I'm doing. I I am over leveled because yeah. I have been doing side quests between streams, so I can actually like not have to do it on stream. Sure. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to think here now. We're like level like 65. The party averages or something like that. Oh, okay. And storyline wise, I think we're probably at like the 60 percent mark or something like that. Okay. Cool. If I, if I had to guess. So I'm going to have to crank the streams another, another couple few more. I think uh, people were saying I'm probably going to reach the end around like eight stream 18. And I'm at, that was stream 10 yesterday. Oh, okay. Wow. So yeah, you got a while to go still. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Are you, is it fun at least? Good game. Oh yeah, no, I'm having a good time. I just okay. wish I didn't have to keep spacing it out for just the streams basically. Oh, this is one of those ones I could see myself sitting down and just being like, yep, I'm just going to power through this. And this is just this hits that uh, that niche. It I, does make me want to play like the second one. And I'll probably grind through the second one, like when I am out of Xenoblade spacing. But at the same time, it's just like it's also still a really long game. Yeah, I was going to ask, how is the like backseating and like the streaming side of things on that? Because I know that that's always kind of a uh, worry for RPG we we characters. we have we have a system worked out for the stream. Yeah. So more or less, it's it's been pretty smooth. OK, so that's good. Oh, yeah, I guess I could talk about this, too, because Keaton kid brought up. I got a new phone now. Oh, OK, finally, up, finally upgraded my phone. Uh, this was a Galaxy S6. Now it is a Galaxy S22 plus. So I've Jesus gone up in the Christ. world a little bit, jumped up a little bit yeah it is it is so nice and new that i have no idea what i'm doing anymore because <laughs> i'm just like oh god all these apps are completely different now dude uh, it, it's crazy how like i get i get the boomers now it's just like i don't understand how to work this thing <laughs> dude you know what you know what's worse is like uh so i went i went to my my is my i guess my phone isp whatever you call it, my provider mm -hmm. and i told them like hey i haven't actually updated my plan since 2005 like i've been on i like they're like i'm still on a student plan i have been out of university since 2007 right uh but they still kept me on a student plan, but just kept adding features to it. So they're like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I have one gig of data on my account. Can we change that? And he's like, yeah, so uh, the cap now is 100 gigs a month. So and you're actually going to be paying less for what you have. So I had the same problem. I switched providers and I was just like. I have like two gigs maximum. Can you do better? They're like, yeah, we can just give you like infinite. We can give you limitless. Oh, like, Jesus. Oh. I mean, I, I don't think I'm going to use 100. Although I, I got a you Spotify won't. account because I finally had a new phone. And so now I'm going to be just like filling that up. I'm just going to use all my data on Spotify. You 100% will not use 100 gigs a month. That data. sounds like a challenge to me. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean's back. Hey, Sean. Hey, we, guys, we vamped as long as we could. Yeah. We can hear you. Hey, sorry about that. My mom uh, blew a fuse, even though I warned her not to. Oh, yeah, we, sure. we were confused. I, or rather, I was confused because at first I thought you meant like she got mad and I was very <laughs> confused. I'm like, your mom's really nice. Why did that happen? No, uh, just uh, the space heaters in the apartment. I told them like, you know, if they both turn on, it's oh. going to blow a fuse. So yeah, don't yeah. do that. And that's exactly what they decided to do. I like that you're um, hiding the fact that EA took you down for talking about their untalkable game, but uh, I'm sure we all appreciate, they all appreciate that. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I'll wrap up Need for Speed Unbound. It's totally fine. Um, the big new thing here is these like motion graphic effects that are like 
hand sketching or like a um kind of like water painted like lightning bolts that will come out of your car when you do something mm-hmm. so if you're doing like a drift there'll be like a cell shaded bunch of smoke coming from the tires kind of fill up the corners of the screen and stuff like that they look cool i just wish there was more of them i wish the whole game kind of really leaned into it because your characters all the characters are like really cell shaded mm-hmm then you just most of the time you're just driving around a, a normal city. It just looks like a racing game. The cars always look normal. So I kind of wish the whole aesthetic like like really like really leaned into it. And it's more just kind of on the periphery. Apart from that, though, it's it's just fine. It's a tip. There's nothing really that special or unique about it. All the voice acting and specifically like the all the lines in the story are pretty lame. It's not that interesting. And a lot of like the call outs yeah. the characters will say is is kind of cringy. But, you know, you're there to race yep. and the racing is fine. The cars feel good. Um, I think Horizon is still just a better series at this point. Sure. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The need, I will say Need for Speed did not come back with a bang. They just kind of came back with like. Yeah, this isn't bad. Like, it's not a bad game. I can't see my again, though, like. I don't think you should spend $70 on this game, right? Right. You know, it is is a full price game. I don't think that would be the best use of your time. Sure. Um, Along with that, I've been playing The Devil in Me, which is the new game from the Dark Pictures Anthology series over at Supermassive. Yep. Another game I feel kind of just came out and no one is talking about. Well, Um, well. The people I follow are for sure. I follow horror gaming okay. people. So yeah. Okay. People are stoked about it. How is it? Uh this is the most janky one I've ever seen from them. I've heard that too. Yep. <laughs> it's weird. And but keep in mind, the quarry came out like this summer. Yep. Like, this spring summer, sometime around there. So I don't know how big Supermassive is, despite their name. But it seems like I don't think they're a two stu- like a two team studio they put two games out this year. Like maybe they kind of had to get this one out to keep that like yearly cadence, but they put a full priced quarry out earlier this year. And a lot of budget went into that. That is definitely like their highest budget thing. Sure. Um, yeah. So I, I want, I'm wondering if they kind of crunched to get this one done. Cause it is pretty janky. Like things are just kind of breaking a lot of like input notifiers of like when you can like climb up something, just don't show up until you kind of like move your character back and forth a bit to get to like the exact right moment. And then, oh, I have to press A to get on top of this. There's weird things because, you know, th- these are these are kind of co-op games, right? They want you to play with a friend. So your friend is off doing something while you're doing something. You know, you're following the same path together. Someone is like crawling like under something. You can't follow them underneath it. Like we, for early on, there's a part where like, there's a bunch of parts where you're climbing up a ladder. I can't get on the ladder until my friend finishes on the ladder. So I'm just like standing there waiting oh. around and thinking to myself, I really hope there isn't a scenario where we're, get, where we're getting like chased by a monster. You know, something that happens in every single one of these games. Totally. Because yeah. I'm just going to be sitting here being like, all right, well, you done yet? Okay, cool. I will now start to climb the ladder in this death defying scenario we find ourselves in. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I'm going to still play these because I, you know, I like the concept of these ones and whatnot. This is about like a serial killer in America, I guess. Uh, kind of interesting. I haven't I haven't played a ton of it yet. I've done the intro. 
and maybe like half an hour into like the first chapter. So nothing's really outside of the intro. The intro always has like a couple randoms getting murdered. Right. Um, nothing scary has happened yet. We're just arriving on the weird spooky island. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, it's a bummer to see that this is so janky. Like it's weird. And I'm wondering how crunched this studio is. And, and there's a story behind what is going on because they had to do the quarry. So I, I would I would love to hear more if that info ever came out. Yeah. But that's the devil in me. Cool. Uh, let's do some news. Got a All bunch right. of kind of minor stories this week. First off, uh, Epic is apparently doing their Christmas holiday giveaway like two weeks or whatever it is again. Maybe it's 12 days. I can't quite remember. Um, they're doing that again this year. So there's your PSA. Go to the Epic Game Store every day, starting in a week or so. Cool. Uh, did didn't either of you watch the new Mario movie trailer? I did. Last I night. did, and I watched the third one as well, because they dropped another one. Did they? Oh, Yeah, really? there's, a third, there's a stealth third one, which actually has, like, um, Mario talking a lot more. Oh, oh, okay. Which, which changed my opinion slightly on how he did, because in the second trailer, it's still not really sold on him. Agreed. From what the I saw. The second trailer, we definitely get a lot more Mario, and it's very relevant that it's just Chris Pratt doing basically yeah. his own voice. His, his wahoo. Oh, man. Yeah. Wahoo. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a pretty funny someone like found his old like Instagram video or TikTok, whatever it was, where he where he like jokingly said, like, to me, Mario. And he's like, that's not the voice. I'm working on the voice. And then it like freeze frames. And it's like, yes, that was the voice. <laughs> 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 I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, DK seemed pretty good. Luigi, yep, yep. everyone seemed great. And then Mario yep. was there. Yeah, it, it is the case. I, I was talking about this last night on stream. I think he's got Leonardo from Ninja Turtle Syndrome, where mm. everyone else is way more interesting around him than him. So he seems flat by comparison. Like, I don't I think when the movie comes out, like he's going to do a fine job. Like, he's not going to be sure mind blowing, but he will. The movie will be good. I just think he will be like the lower part because everything around him is way more interesting. Which, to be fair, like, in the games, that's kind of the case. Mario is just a, a dude. Yeah. He's he's ju- he's literally just, like, a middle-aged man. <laughs> so, uh, it makes sense. But, yeah, it's also hard. Every character, I can just see the actor. Like, when I see, hear Peach, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's Anna Taylor-Joy. So, I don't know. Char- yeah, that's Luigi not, that's sounds be- exactly like Charlie Day, like, straight exactly up. Exactly like Charlie. Yeah. Like, they all sound, I can see the people 100%. And that's just someone I'm familiar with these actors. A kid, it's not going to mean anything to, right? Yeah, exactly. Once this comes out, this is going to be, like, Mario's voice to kids. This is the one they're going to know. Just like, I'm sure, uh, what's his name is now Sonic's, like, canonical and voice. And yeah, yeah, exactly. So, do you guys think this does better than Sonic? Probably. Probably because it's Illumination and it's Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because Sonic is doing pretty well. Sonic is, has done pretty well, but I think I think if anything, like adults are going to be more curious about it just to see what actually happens in it, and kids are just going to see it because it's Mario. Yeah. Sure. D- do you think kids will like the character Sonic more than Mario? Yes. Yeah. yeah? Probably. Okay. Because, you know, that guy likes chili dogs and, like, chilling out. Like, some, I can relate to that. I mean, I can't. I don't like chili dogs, but, you know, the, every man can. Yeah. I don't like plumbing. I'll never relate to that. 
Yeah, that's I don't even play these games. <laughs> All right. Uh, I didn't read enough of this. I'm hoping one of you did. Did you guys follow any of the Smash Bros news? Oh, my God. This is so oh, fucking God. stupid. I don't know the full details, Paul. I think you. But I haven't do. read fully into it, but basically it sounds seems like. We lo- <laughs> Sorry, go on. I was going to say, it sounds like a story we should definitely talk about since none of us know what it is. So it's one of these things where there was a Smash tournament or whatever going on. And then somebody from what's their name? Panda or whatever. And from a different rival uh, tournament company from from a rival company said, we really suggest you like stop doing this because this is kind of our territory. And then they told on them to Nintendo, apparently Nintendo said you sent them a cease and desist and then Nintendo came out and said, we never did that. That's a lie. (laughs) So (laughs) It's just this weird fucking drama that's going on that I don't understand who's actually at fault here. Oh, wait, did Nintendo? I didn't. I missed the part where Nintendo said they didn't do that. Nintendo came out with a thing saying like. We what, what was their response? Let me see if I can find it. It was something about like we didn't do this because we know it would like basically piss off the community (laughs) or something i have the quote right here nintendo did not request any changes to or cancellation of remaining events in 2022 including the 2022 championship event considering the negative impact on the players who were already planning to participate yeah so it's one of these things now like do you do we believe nintendo did that or are they is this a weird uh like, well, we technically didn't because this wasn't an officially re- licensed or recognized. No, no, I think one. you're you're missing something here. It's the fact that the uh, the the line, the paragraph right before it. Unfortunately, after continuous conversations with Smash World Tour and after giving the same deep consideration we apply to any potential partner, we were unable to come to an agreement with SWT for a full circuit in 2023. In 2023, so, yeah. So they're no longer working with them, but the rest of the 2022 circuit's still happening. Right, but the 2022 circuit is apparently being canceled by Panda, even though they don't have that right to do. It's like, it's so convoluted. I didn't read too much into it because I don't care about Smash like tournaments personally. Yeah, but like, I don't know. It's I'm what I'm assuming happened. If I can be so bold to make an assumption on something I know very little about or care about, to be frank, is. I think they saw this statement that we're not going to work with them anymore. And Panda said, yeah, that's right. Get off our territory now or something, even though like they have a thing they're doing currently or something. Who knows, man? (sighs) All right. Well, move on to some stuff we do know, like how Xbox is selling mini hoodies for their controllers. I didn't actually know this. Hold on. (laughs) Boy, this is stupid for this one. This is incredibly uh, stupid. 25 bucks. You can oh pre-order now. It comes in a white or a, or a black. And it's a, it's a little sweater for your controller. I have to put this in the chat for people. that. To are be fair, this. Xbox also made like a jean jacket for their controllers at one point. I remember seeing oh. this for Xbox Canada. It, I think oh, it was meant to be like a gag thing, but like I've definitely seen them do that. Let's say when these are coming. Oh, they're coming out February, mid-February. Yep. $35. 35 wow. Dollar yeah, if there, you, huh? If you haven't seen what I'm referring about here, I'm going to send this in the chat for YouTube if you want to show it on stream, Paul. 
This was the oh, denim. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, the denim oh uh, Xbox controller. <laughs> I can put this on stream a little bit better than that's showing there. I don't think they were selling that one. I think that was just kind of a like a goofy. I, thing, I think it, it was just a promo thing. I don't remember. Wow. I, <laughs> yeah, I'll say I like what, that better than kind. this hoodie. Yeah. Okay, but where do you where how do you rank it if you put the like furry Sonic controller in there? Oh, oh god, I forgot about the furry controllers. I think we need to sometime someday sit down and rank yeah. all the stupid Xbox controllers. There's so many. Man, and if, if somebody from like that is a listener wanted to throw together just like a list of them or something with like links, I will de we could definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to go search for every dumb peripheral that they've done for Xbox controllers or whatever. I'm not going to do that myself. All right. Hey, speaking of dumb peripherals, this next news story, Stadia has officially started their re refund policy. And I can say, oh. first time experience, I got my email. Okay. Uh, apparently, the refunds are being issued within the next two weeks. I have not gotten my it refund yet. I also don't even remember how much I'm supposed to be getting back. So that's just going to be a fun surprise for me. Cool. Um, but those should be coming any day now. Cool. Speaking of fun surprises, Valve okay. has come out and said that they are going to give away a 512 gigabyte Steam Deck every minute during the live airing of the Game Awards. That's insane. Why did I think they said every eight minutes or something less insane? Okay, that's even crazier than I, I don't know. Thought. I haven't seen anything involving eight. That's still pretty insane every eight minutes, but now they're doing it every minute. This this show is usually like close to four hours long, isn't it? It's very long. Last year was four hours, yeah. Yeah. I think at yeah. least. Man, how am I gonna like Okay, I'm gonna have to watch their stream of it to go <laughs> Yeah, how do we how do we even get this? All registrants will receive an exclusive animated Steam Pal, so you must be in the U.S., Canada, U.K., or the EU. Done. You need to have made a purchase on Steam between November 14th, 2021 Done. and November 14th, 2022. Done. Your Done. account must be in good standing. Done. You cannot have a limited account. Done. Okay. Um, and then the tweet here links to some complete rules, which is just probably more than you actually want. So I, it doesn't sound like it's going to be that hard. Yeah, um, you do have to register, that. by the way, though. You can't just be in their I chat. So if this chat. sounds interesting to you, go to their mm -hmm. like page for it and register. Yeah, you enter the promotion by register uh, by registering for the giveaway on the registration page and then watching the giveaway broadcast during the giveaway period while logged into your registered Steam account in order to be eligible to win a prize using this method of entry. Yeah, your Steam has been good standing. You must have bought a game in the last year and you're entering the giveaway must have been made in good faith as determined by Valve and its sole discretion. Also, you have to claim it when you see it in the, I don't know, like in their chat or whatever. You have to actually be watching their version of the stream, though. You can't just like wait for an email, apparently, because I was paying very close attention to that part of like, wait, do I actually have to be watching it? It's like, yeah, you have to be watching their thing. <laughs> so. Oh, you can mail in an entry, too, apparently. OK, don't do that. No one's going to get it if you do that true it's not gonna work it, it must that. be postmarked before or on december 8th 2022 and received by valve before december 19th 2022 oh you're fucked the mail's been so bad lately there's no way <laughs> you're gonna have to go to like fedex and ask for like priority shipping you're gonna spend like 60 dollars to send this in don't do that 
Yeah, don't do that. Um, anyway, yeah, every minute. That's pretty wild. That's crazy. But good for them. Like, I guess they have. They must have a ton of these now. Remember when these were hard to get? Yep. I had to, I had to wait so long for mine to get to get that golden email. <laughs> now they're just giving them away every minute. A new every minute. Every minute. Prizes for alternative entry via post will be drawn separately no later than December 23rd. Oh. The number and selection of prizes for such participants will be assessed prior to the drawing so that the uh, participants' odds of winning through watching the broadcast and participating via alternative entry are equal. Mm. Winners will be announced using their Steam Persona page on the game. It almost sounds like you should actually mail in something for this in an odd chance it works. That's weird. I I don't know, man. I I wouldn't recommend it. Anytime you're relying on the mail is it you've made you've fucked up. <laughs> it's 2022. True. Uh, this next one it was just a pretty quick thing that like Nintendo came out and acknowledged that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are broken and they are going to be working on improving it. John, you already said there was a patch, so it's already I happened. To, I believe today was supposed to be a patch day for Pokemon Violet. Let me double check. There was. In fact, I can tell you what they fixed. Uh, season one of Ranked Battles will kick off. Apparently, that was part of there. Uh, issues been fixed that caused the music to not play correctly during battles with the Elite Four and the top. Oh, that's actually, a friend of mine had problems where he's like, that song just kept looping over and over and actually made him hate the game at the end <laughs> because of it. So Jeez. that that's fixed now apparently and the top champion in the victory road path uh just music problems other select bug fixes have been made okay well hopefully they keep going because i'm sure that doesn't fix everything nope <laughs> sure doesn't um so we already know that e3 is coming back next year they announced their dates summer game fest has gone ahead and announced theirs they're doing another live showcase um on june 8th of next year um no word yet if they're gonna repeat their in-person event that i attended or not but e3 season is definitely gonna be in full swing okay that makes sense and in relation to live events playdate announced today that on december 8th at 3 p.m so a few hours before the game awards they are doing the very first playdate community awards show Hmm. An independent celebration of great playdate things. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be drawing on stuff from the community as well. They have, they said they'll, there will be some special announcements. So I'm sure there will be some stuff from internal as coming. Maybe that doc or something. Who knows? Cool. Um, but it sounds like playdate is also going to do a short little stream on again on December 8th, 3 p.m. Pacific time. Cool. All right. That's it for news. Let's do some questions. Topdownrespective at gmail.com is the email address at TDP podcast on Twitter. I don't even I can't even get Hive to open up on my phone. So yeah, that's man. on hiatus at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they shut down the servers because of an exploit. Okay. Oh, it, okay. I think I oh I did see that. Yeah. Okay. Uh the Discord channel, John's Fuel Box are all great ways to send questions in. And this first one comes from Kevin. What are some good teen drama video games? I mean, let's get Life is Strange out of the way, because that's the obvious answer. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Night in the, the Woods. Fantastic. Night in the oh, Woods. The, yeah. yeah. The Persona games. Sure. Yeah. 
and we're getting a good variety there. It's not all visual novels. I was going to say <laughs> probably good. a bunch of visual novels. Oh, oh my God. What's that game's name? The one, the walking simulator Fulbright, I think did. Was it Fulbright? Gone home. Gone home. Yeah. Gone home. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And I'll also do, um, what remains of Edith Finch. That's yep. less so, but some teens in there. Mm-hmm. I think like the most kind of <laughs> like teen one, I think Night in the Woods would be yeah. like, my first one to go to. Like, okay. That is definitely like teens hanging yeah, out that's a good one. with other teens and chatting. And like a full coming of age sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Boko writes in, what's a feature you'd like to introduce to your favorite franchise to shake it up? Example, a new type of Pokemon, a new alignment in... Uh, Shimagama Tensei, or switching a linear game to an open world one. I'd like F Zero to have a new game. That's how we would shake it up. Yeah, that'd be really it's cool. Kind of existing. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It exists. Sure. Uh, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, with a lot of games are kind of mixing up a little bit now, like at least a little bit. Pokemon's gone a bit yeah. more open world. Sonic went open world. Sonic. Yeah. All right. I feel up. like everything is, has tried open world. A Donkey Kong open world game that doesn't suck balls like 64 did. Okay. Just, yeah, just like a, just another one. Sure. I'm surprised they hadn't. Have they only done one? Yeah. I Donkey Kong 64 is the only open world DK game. Yeah. Because then they they took like they went on a break where they just kind of did spinoff games like yeah. Jungle Beat and stuff like that, yeah. And uh, the la- then they took a big break till Returns, and then they did two Returns games, and then they haven't touched it in like what f- five years, six years. Yeah, I guess just in general, a Donkey Kong game. <laughs> yeah, I think the answer is Nintendo franchise and it having a new game. When was the last side-scrolling Mario game? Is that new Super Mario Bros. 2? Wii U and 2 came out at the same time. So oh, it, it would definitely be Luigi U. U. Oh, Luigi. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And then it got a re-release deluxe on the Switch, which added, like, playable Toadette. Okay. How do we feel Ow. about oh. a Mario game done like Mirror's Edge? Oh. You know what? Everyone's saying Mario Maker. How do we forget fucking Mario Maker? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the most recent 2D Mario. The one where they said, just make it yourself. Yeah. Good point. Yep. That, that was, was a good, good shakeup, and then they ditched it, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't get why they ditched Mario Maker 2. It's, it had so much potential. I would love if they made Animal Crossing a live service game with, like, actual seasons. It's almost like it would map one-to-one with I, I, their I, gameplay. You could say that with a lot of games by Nintendo. Yeah, I was yep. going to say, well, on this track, then Pokemo, Poke MMO just needs to exist. Like, why doesn't sure. that exist? Yep. How about just an open-world M- uh, Pokemon game that isn't broken? Oh, man. You know how I usually I need 60 frames. I'll, I'll settle for 30. I'll settle for just 30. If you can make that work where it just doesn't dip ever below 30, I'll give you the pass. I'll give it to you. You know what? <laughs> I'll settle for 15 as long as no. at least everything <laughs> is running at 15. Frame. As long as 
absolutely everything at any distance is running at 15. No, I can't do it. It has to at least be the like TV standard of what is it, 23, 24 or something. It has to at least be that. Otherwise, I'll just it, it'll be unplayable. <laughs> <laughs> it is unplayable. It, like it I know. is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Like people have been asking for this open world Pokemon game for like since the second Pokemon game. And it's like this monkey paw scenario of like, <laughs> well, here you are. We gave it to you what you wanted for so long. And then the consumer's sitting there just being like, did I, did I cause this? Is this my fault? Did I, did I want it to want it too badly? I wish. Yeah. I wish too hard. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Okay, Conqueror says, what game would you add to the would you add the Mario 64 levels are inside paintings to where it makes no sense other than to be funny? I'm trying to parse that sentence in my So head. it's a game I, where like the characters moving around and they can just yeah. walk into a painting and they're in the a like painting. Yeah, the painting is a level. So it's they want like the levels are inside paintings mechanics. So what game would you add oh. the ability to jump inside a painting to go into a level? In? Okay, so okay. you're not going into the Mario levels. No, you're just going into like a new level by just jumping into a painting. Because I thought it was like Metal Gear Solid and snakes walking around. And I mean, I, like, would, oh, I no, would totally love Metal Gear Solid. No, I'm in the frozen. Just kind of fall in like Bob on Battlefield. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. War is hell. I told Gear. War never changes. <laughs> Yeah, so it's got to be a level-based game, so it can't be something, like, open. Yeah. That makes no sense. Um... Tetris. Give me the option to just go to a completely different board and level if I find a, if I make a painting in Tetris. Okay, so wouldn't this that just be, like, the wild. background changing? Well, no, then you like, you go to a completely different board at that point. Like you have to like warp around to different boards to kind of like clear out X amount of lines okay, to unlock the sure. next board or like sure. save the overworld board from like filling up too fast. Why isn't there just like a San Sonic All-Stars racing or Mario Kart thing where like in a level you can drive through a painting to like get further ahead or something? There has to that, be. That is a little some surprising. There must be some car racer, but there's portals. Oh, yeah. Lego racers literally has an item that where if you use, you mm. just warp. OK, OK, sure. But like you warp ahead of like you, you warp like 30 seconds ahead of where you are, basically. That seems like some absolute bullshit that would be in a car racer. Yeah. Maybe, maybe right. not 30 seconds, but like it's like you need to use it to win like the final race of that game. I remember it being oh like gosh, absolute horseshit because like it, it has like a Diddy Kong racing system where you have to pick up whatever color you want and then keep picking up the upgrade pieces to upgrade it. So it's like the level four booster is literally just like a time okay. warp. I see. OK, I'm starting to go back. Metal Gear might be pretty good. Metal Gear, <laughs> Metal Gear would be pretty awesome. I think that's my my vote. Um, I guess any kind of stealth game would be pretty fun. It is, you can just uncover a painting and warp somewhere. That seems like something that would exist like in the Dishonored world. Sure. A House of the Dead shooter where you can shoot a painting off the wall that falls onto you when you're on rails and it turns into some weird Candyland level after that. Okay. The, the, there is no cow level equivalent for yeah. House of the Dead. Exactly. I was just thinking like, yeah, kind of a cow uh, Diablo kind of thing. 
All right. Uh, Christmas Suku writes. <laughs> Pretty good. Dragon Quest Eleven S has a 2D mode that replicates a retro video game near flawlessly. I think more games should have such a mode. What modern game would you give a 2D mode to? Halo. Because then it just becomes Contra. Yeah, true. Okay. I'm going to say Professor Layton because then it goes back to the great Professor Layton games from the DS. And I'll do the same thing for Ace Attorney. <laughs> oh, John, did you see there's like a mod to turn Castlevania into Contravania by putting the Contra dude in <laughs> Castlevania? Oh, yeah, they did it. They modded into Order of Ecclesia. Yeah, because you know, here's the thing. Order of Ecclesia's side character is just a dude with a gun. Right. So, so why I guess not? I just took it to the logical <laughs> conclusion of like, yeah, just make it Bill Riser. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. That looks awesome. I actually want, I kind of want to play that, but I haven't played Ecclesian forever. Yeah. 2D mode. I'd pick like an open world game first. Sonic Frontier. <laughs> no, I'm seeing a Sonic game, and I'm trying to get as far away from those as I can. You know who could use a 2D game? The Legend of Zelda. True. Give me Breath of the Wild 2D. I would be I think that would actually be pretty cool if they did a game on the scale of Breath of the Wild, like the map size, but it's 2D. If they did it well, for sure, that could be very that cool. Would be, that would be so cool. What if you put like the Metroid Prime games into 2D, like make a 2D just normal Metroid version of those games? Isn't that what they are? Metroid Prime? Isn't Metroid Prime just we took Metroid and we made it into a 3D space? Into a first yeah. person shooter, yeah. Yeah. So you're just making What I'm another... saying is that those he, he games are terrible because Metroid, the 3D sucks. So I just want to play those games as a normal Metroid game. He just wants more 2D Metroids, which That's I can't it. blame him for. I've Did been one over Ghost on Song? Prime, but yeah. Hmm? Did you play Ghost Song that came out a few weeks ago? I have not yet, no. That's a that is a Metroid game. You have like an arm cannon. You have to stand to shoot the different directions. Yeah. What what game was that? Ghost Song. It's Ghost on Game Song. Pass. It's kind of ugly game. looking, but it has a it has an interesting art style. But what's kind of cool about it is when you fire your gun, it heats up, and that then cool. you, when you do a melee attack, you do more damage because your gun is super hot. That's cool. So they want you to like shoot for a while and then run at somebody and like tackle them with your arm cannon. You're not wrong. Okay, that kind of cool. sounds awesome. That's usually how I play these kind of games. So that you might have sold me on Ghost Song. On Game Pass, worth checking out for free. <laughs> sure. Uh, I would make World of Warcraft 2D. Okay. Yeah. Phantom Aegis writes, Ahoy TDP crew. What would your video game side quest be about? And it'd be like uh, no more heroes going to the gym and working out. Okay. Mine would, mine would be someone de-alphabetized my shelves, fix them with a mini game. Okay. Mine would be, oh no, my cat destroyed my Christmas tree. Go out and find o new ornaments for me to replace them. And then when you finish the quest and give me 10 ornaments or whatever, the cutscene that you're rewarded with is the cat breaking them again. And then just me being oh, like, no. no. Yeah, exactly. Uh, John, I think you're up with VGC Oh, shoot, Kenny's. yeah. I thought I was the next one. VGC Kenny writes in and says, which would you rather have for the Mario movie? 
a five movie deal, but one of them has to be a crossover with the minions in some way. <laughs> or for God? this to be the only an Illumination Mario movie, but it ends with Chris Pratt waking up in real life and realizing he ate some weird mushrooms on his pizza that caused him to dream the entire movie. There's an obvious so, answer. Yeah, this <laughs> that's, is just the Mar- that's just the Mario 2 game <laughs> movie at that point. Yep. How is it not the second one? Right, like the se- exactly. Se- the, se- the second one is just Mario 2, and I kind of want that now. So, yeah, that's yes. actually Gabe, what I want. Gave me a would you rather with a bad thing and something <laughs> I actually would love to see. Right. Yeah, I know, right? Like, there's so many good things about this. First off, if they made one Mario movie and just said, we're done, that's incredible. That would be so, like, what a, like, boss move. Because that would never happen. That's absolutely yeah. never going to happen. And then, yes, just, like, a waking up, that doesn't happen enough anymore. Because that's, it has become a joke and no one does that. And I would like to see that at least one more time before I leave this earthly plane. <laughs> God, and just Chris Pratt doing it. Oh, it'd be so good. Yep. Yeah, right. I'm I'm sold. I'm sold. I want it. Absolutely. Rasterman writes, I was recently listening to No Clips episode 100 special where they rank 100 random games sent to them by the community. Would you be willing to do something similar for this podcast? Do take into account that the episode is three and a half hours long and with some games they had to make stipulations considering who played them so the rules may vary accordingly. Like, No. I wouldn't want to do I, this. I would do this. Yeah, solo. On on the stipulation, okay. on the stipulation that we base it off of only the first hour of each game's gameplay. That's a Which cool stipulation. To... It's just I don't yeah. want to have a conversation where we get to a game where like two of us like and one person hates. It's like, where do we rank yeah. this? Oh, it's garbage. So, like, no, I would do this alone, this is, but I don't want to do well, this. So this is two me. different things. Okay. First off, John, why the first hour? Because I just wanted a, a possible marker to be like, okay, this is the first impression this game gives us, but it's long enough to get a taste of it. It's like, I would rank it then like, okay, what, which of these games do I want to see more of? Kind of in that sense of like, which has such a good first impression that it gives me more interest. Okay, because I do think that does change it. Because like it... It yeah. does. It actually does change it. Okay, but I sure. think that's a more interesting way to do it because not everyone does like, oh, it's just we rank these games. We fully play through. Give me something that you're just like doing like a, okay. a basically a demo. Also, this gives John also like a little more even playing field because he plays a lot of games like the first few hours of where. Yeah. Also, it's kind of bullshit to be like this game sucks, but that ending is dope. Top tier. Like. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it depends. A lot of people do that. It's like, I thought of like near automata where it's like the first hour is not going to do a whole lot. You need to play through that game like three and a half times. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> bottom of the list because there's not and one in this rule set. Like, right. Every Pokemon game is now bottom of the list because the first hour is awful. Agreed for sure. So I think that, it'd be just a fascinating way to do one of those listicle things because people do that shit all the time. And I would like, give be, us a nice, unique spin. I'd be more willing to do it on that stipulation for sure, because that is way more of an interesting conversation. I do think way there more is an interesting conversation about. and not as big of a time commitment. Yeah, sure. I think at that point, you'd also have to kind of I don't know if you would want to do 100 because now you have to like talk at length at a much longer length about each game as opposed to just like saying the name and everyone knows kind of, oh, I understand this game. Now you have to be like, okay, hang on, wait. Oh, the first hour of Breath of the Wild is 
it's, pr- it's pretty good, but it's not as good as the whole game. So, you know, that would make it harder. Um, I am curious. I, I need to look at this episode, how they did the, the stuff about who played them, because that's why we have set up our game of the year episode as we have. And right. we don't put a master list together. So I'm curious how they were able to navigate those conversations because like Paul said, and this is, this is the other thing I was, I was saying when we kind of had two different things going on is how do you have the argument of like, well, this person didn't play it. So how can we rank it better than what they think is a better game? Yeah. Uh, and just straight up, I heard some giant bomb game of the year discussions that made me stop listening to game of the year discussions. Cause they were God awful <laughs> for that reason, where it's just like, this person's really fighting for something they love. No one else played it, so it's like not on the list or whatever. It's like, ugh. Yeah, I, I feel like with the giant bomb ones, it, it definitely comes down to like trying to win people over. I don't that's what I don't want specifically. I do think there is merit though. Like I, I do think there's value in having a master list, because that is when if if you if you can collect enough people that have played enough of the games. Mm-hmm. I think there's value in, in creating a master list, but I disagree. Using us as an example, there's just that's that it's our lists are too different. Yeah, so there's for no sure. way we yeah. can do that. Our so it's exactly. just worth Completely trying. Wild, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but also, there's usually at least one game. that's like, yeah, this was like the, on all three of our lists, or like high enough on two sure. lists that it probably would have been the game of the year for the podcast. Yeah, but, but listen, this is a great Patreon thing. So if people want to <laughs> pay to listen to this, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we did this as as one of our like unique episodes. You know, we wisdom of the ancient style or or whatever. If you so. want us to pay about to talk about a hundred games that we may or may not have played and put them in a list, I'll do that. <laughs> sure, we gotta make we gotta make like a high end like goal or something. Like that. You, you I don't, gotta, I don't think we do a hundred. Yeah, a hundred is crazy. Is, uh, <laughs> It's it would take it's so much time and I think it would just be way more manageable. I really need to listen to this episode. I'm very curious kind of yeah. how they did it. Well, that, that's why I said like because they said 100 random games. That's why I was like, no, we can't do the entire length of 100 games unless they're like all 10 minute games like that's bonkers. Mm. Yeah. You know, maybe like another idea is like, let's rank every game that has Mario in the name. That's still 100 games at least. <laughs> You think it's a hundred games? Really? I absolutely do. Wait, I would Mario guess, in the like, name, maybe not. Mario in the game itself? No, Mario in the name. No, Mario yeah. in the name. There's that's definitely hundred, at least hundred. Really? How many games have I would have said Mario maybe sixty name? Mario's been in over two hundred video games since its creation. Okay. Oh, now I do think Mario in the name is probably over a hundred. I didn't realize <laughs> it was two hundred just in that he's been in. Well, right. no, because you, you would take out all the, like, Smash Bros. games. You would take out, you know, any Donkey Kong game where he showed up in. And you'd still probably be at, like, 120 or 30. <laughs> and maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe I didn't think it through all the 200 way. 200 is so Let me, much. I'm going to give you a quick blitz guess here based off of this quick search I've done on uh, Wikipedia. Okay. Um, the list of games Mario has been in has 215 instances. Okay. Uh, of the word Mario, but this is the Wikipedia page. Yeah, and sure. take take out uh, twenty, or sorry, thirty four uh, from the bottom, okay. and take out another six. So take out forty out of two hundred and fifteen. So like and that is how many. That is how many games have Mario in the title. 
Okay. Well, it's somewhere around yeah. 170. So maybe okay. we don't do that. <laughs> That's more than the original question. Fine, like well, I, almost I told, told you. you. <laughs> I told you. I bloody told you. I, I would be down to maybe do like an off series for Patreon where we do that for like just game series or franchises and not to rank like, the entire franchise like, and like yeah just not spend a lot of like time do, like well this had this and the like just all right what do you guys think this is probably the best right yeah probably okay there <laughs> well at some point you're gonna have to start breaking it down and getting granular and that's the whole yeah. point that's what that's the right but you don't have like to do it for all of them maybe like the top like three to five <laughs> or something <laughs> bet you do it for the top handful of them but you also have to do it for the top the bottom handful of them because you need to figure out which one is the worst which is the worst yeah 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 that might even be like a more interesting part of that list because i feel like a lot of franchises you could probably narrow it down to one or two is like everyone knows these are the top ones but what's the worst one Mm -hmm. see no one talks about what the worst one is (laughs) yeah maybe that's gonna Maybe. do it for questions. We clearly have a lot to think about. <laughs> People would like to send in questions or I guess podcast ideas to the show. It is top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO box. What's your game of the week? Night Witch. God of War Ragnarok. I'm gonna give it to God of War. I played God of War this week. So yeah. Of course you did. (laughs) We're just stuck in that pattern forever now. (laughs) For a few weeks here, yeah, absolutely. All right, some of us will see you next week. Enjoy the Game Awards. I'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye, everybody.